0: that
1: it, us inside and out literally and metaphorically well we um, say
0: literally let's not get that twisted <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get that twisted in any way shape or form I'm, I'm not going to expose you he showed his bum on Drive to Survivor that is as close as anything has been I can assure you of that <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cut to the Race News Roundup Show, the weekly show covering the news, views and opinions from the F1 world, brought to you by the Formula Nerds news team. Jane and Charlotte are back this week. How are you guys?
2: Yeah, man, I'm super good. You know what? I missed you both so much, so I'm so hyped for today's podcast.
1: I am buzzing. I'm like Christian Horner in an FAA meeting. I'm just thrilled to be there. and ready to just dish it all out.
0: Coming out with anything left, right, and centre. Who knows what you're going to say? Who knows what Red Bull are going to say? But we're not actually talking about Red Bull this week. They've had a quiet week uh, for once in their life.
1: We're going to talk about Aston Martin. What's happened there? They have decided to basically give up, throw in the towel. The stewards, you know, they said that Vettel's uh, the amount of fuel left in Vettel's car after the Hungarian Grand Prix was actually too little to take a, an effective sample and blow regulation. And Aston Martin said no. He said no we actually do have enough fuel, there's just a fuel pipe leakage or something like that. But in they had turned and I said, nope, you're wrong, I'm afraid you've cheated. and they disqualified them and asked them, and they kind of made it, they tried to sort of say, no, it's not our fault, It really truly, it probably is their fault and they've given up and they've got disqualified. So, big ramifications in the, in the championship, Hamilton P2, Carlos Sainz. I want to say a quick one about Carlos Sainz actually, because the man's had four podiums and twice he's actually missed the actual ceremony. So I do feel bad for Carlos, but yeah, it's pretty safe for Vettel as well and tie faster mine because they're in quite a big battle with Alpine and Tori.
0: Another little fun stat. Every time Carlos has been on the podium, Charles Leclercs retired, which is funny. I wonder if a double Ferrari podium will ever arrive.
2: Ah, I didn't know that.
0: Mine I'm blowing minds every day.
2: Well, as well. I'd like to add with Carlos now 3rd from that race he has pushed up Ferrari to joint P3 in the contractor standing with McLaren so Ooh, that's spicy. making yeah really spicy obviously we do know that I am a McLaren fan so I am rooting for Papaya however I love I love the guys in Ferrari Charles and Carlos are doing really well this season so let's just see what happens
1: it's, it's, it's a lovely little subplot to the obviously you've got the main Lewis helmet Max Verstappen title battle but that battle for P3 between probably F1's two biggest teams in, in history is really, really fascinating. I'm really, really enjoying it. Also, quick word on Carlos, signs. He's actually beaten Charles Leclerc in the driver Championship. And I know you, can go, oh, you can go Monaco, Leclerc pretty would have won at Monaco. And you can say Bottas, absolutely. Actually, no, Bottas didn't. Uh, who was it? Oh! Stroll Lance Stroll spearheaded him at Hungary, but... <laughs> it, it actually wasn't butter. Yeah, he <laughs> didn't
2: take he it out. Ev-
1: he was everyone else but yeah. not Leclerc
0: just, just not I'm Leclerc. taking that as a positive
1: <laughs> so yeah so yeah uh, Lark Stroll just completely annihilated him at turn one in Hungary uh, Leclerc so I mean he has had his unfortunate moments has Sharp. but don't take anything away from Carlos because he's been really good this year
0: he has, he has. We're going to chat a couple of things non-F1 related now, the first of which being that Valentino Rossi has announced his retirement from MotoGP at the end of the year. What a legend.
2: Yeah, it's a big shame for MotoGP as it's an end of an era for this amazing driver. He's a seven-time world champion. I think he's been in the sport for like 25 or 26 years or something crazy. Um, so yeah, it's absolutely incredible what he's achieved and gosh, as he left his mark on it.
1: You see, the thing with, with uh, Mr., Mr. Valentino Rossi is that he has been in MotoGP for, I think, longer than I've been on this planet, which is pretty crazy. Like, certain sports or certain like industries, certain sports, they have these, these stalwarts that you think swimming, you think Michael Phelps, you think cycling, you think Chris Hoy, you think football, Cristiano Ronaldo, all of these icons, these legends of the sports. And... When you say that's a particular sport, you instantly think of that person's name. But that's what Valentino is to MotoGP. As soon as you say MotoGP, you think Valentino Rossi. I mean, I'm sure if you went down the street and you went down, down to Market Harbour and you asked people on the high street, who's Valentino Rossi? i will say, yeah, he's a Mobile rider. But if you ask pretty much anyone else, very few would actually get to tell you what they do. So he's an icon, he's a legend, and it's sad to see him go
0: yeah it is yeah it is but on to some more positive news McLaren have announced their first extreme e-driver will be Tanner Frost? Froust not too sure exactly how you pronounce it sorry if I've done that wrong he's uh, a four times rallycross champion I think that's a really good choice for McLaren actually as they partake in the f- for second ever season their first season next year
2: yeah 100% well they're the first F1 team uh, to join uh, extreme e I'm gonna start that again <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be a long one. Um, okay, yeah, a hundred percent. So, McLaren are the first F1 team to join Extreme e. Obviously, there are people uh, shareholders or. The- you know, they own the team like Lewis Hamilton, Nico Rosberg, and Jensen Button, but McLaren on the first proper team. And as you say, he's a four time Rallycross champion. And as we've seen with the other Rallycross champions, such as Carlos Sainz Sr., he's been doing pretty well. And I think this will really suit him. I think that it's super exciting for him to join. I think he's got, you know, some great credentials to his name. And um yeah, oh, also to add, he has also won four X Games, in won the gold medals and two Formula Drift championships. So he's got a lot of experience behind him.
1: Someone's done our research before this. That was you very know, impressive. you know. Journalism. <laughs> Do you know what? yeah As well, it's actually really cool to see McLaren go to uh, Extreme E. I think as they could be the trailblazers because I mean, McLaren, are a huge automotive company. McLaren go, you never know, maybe other European giants of, of car manufacturing might actually go to Extreme, e and it'd be really cool to have more solid teams. because like Charlotte was saying there, a lot of it is sort of former drivers, just being shareholders in teams and having their own teams run. So it'd be really cool to have more teams and also what Extreme is really cool with what it's doing, trying to raise awareness for key environmental issues. It'd be cool with bigger businesses like McLaren got involved.
0: Could not agree more. And sticking with electric, it is the Formula E uh, finale this weekend in Berlin. These are uh, quite a few people quite fighting for the title. It's not quite like F1. It's a lot. It's a lot closer. You currently got Nick de Vries at the top. You got, then you got Robin Frank, Samber, Jake Dennis, Fili- uh, Antonio Felix da Costa, Alex Lynn. But none of them are likely to win the title. I'm not saying they won't. But they almost have a disadvantage based on the qualifying format. So you need to look further down the order at drivers like Nick Cassidy, Mitch Evans. In a way, they could well be. They could well be champions in the Berlin. Jay, I don't actually need to ask you this, but who are you rooting for? Uh,
1: Antonio Felix da Costa.
0: Haha, <laughs> <laughs> funny.
1: No, I'm not. Go on, Jay. Uh, of, Go course on. of course, it's Nick Devry. Of course, it's. Hey. Got to be the boy Nick Nick Devry, isn't it? Um, he's leading the title. He's taken two wins this year. And I think he came, I think got a few podiums. I know he definitely came second last time out in London, which, by the way, was a really weird track. Did you not think? It was like indoor, Yeah, outdoor. it was it yeah. like London, mm. did it?
2: I didn't really like it, I have and to like, say. If,
1: if you're going to say London, you can't really put it in... Like, the a docks. warehouse, basically. I mean, <laughs> well, I, mean, I wouldn't say it was a warehouse, but <laughs> yeah. It, it, like You, you kind of want the iconic background. You want to see Big Ben and Tower Bridge. You don't want to see... The docks, anyway, like so, the
0: mall is the pit straight and all that sort of thing, or the mouth, yeah, whatever you say it. But the yeah, mall, the mouth. Oh, that'd Ooh.
2: be sick. The road to say,
0: Buckingham
1: Palace. That's, don't say that, otherwise Lizzie would be annoyed at you. But um, <laughs> yeah, Berlin. To be fair, Berlin. is sort of similar to London. It's in an airport, which is miles away from actual Berlin. But in terms of actual tracks, for Formula E, Formula is pretty hard to overtake. In terms of actual city tracks, it's probably one of the best. I and mean, I remember last year they had like all of their. There were, like, seven races there in, like, a couple of weeks, and it was really cool. So, looking forward to it. Obviously, i supporting my man, Nick Devry, and hopefully, he can bring it home. Oh. They need
0: to rename these uh, Formula E races, don't they, to Near London E-Prix, and Near Berlin E-Prix, and just across the river from New York E-Prix. None of them are actually in the
1: city. I mean, to be fair, F1 does it a lot. Like, Budapest, Hungary, is nowhere near Budapest. Um... São Paulo is like you know how Interlagos is in São Paulo. It's nowhere near actual São Paulo. So, let Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. I even Kuala Lumpur. So, marketing, capitalism, and all that
0: crazy. To be stuff. fair, that would make Twitter hashtags quite hard, wouldn't it? Hashtag yeah. Irish London epre. It's not the
1: same, yeah. is it? Hashtag Docklands. Docklands epre. That's quite nice. Docklands. Anyway. That works.
0: That works. That works. Go kart epre. That's what it reminded me of last week with the indoor outdoor format.
1: You actually can go go karting literally across the river from that place. So, um, can you? if you're. You can, yeah. Ah. Wait, one time we'll all go. Anyway. Formula um, Earth trip out. Yeah, Formula Earth trip out. But yeah, you actually can go go in near there. defense is really cool. You can do loads of good things there. And it's it's really cool as well that London or the UK is on the Formula E, Canada again. Especially last time it was in Batsy Park and that was a bit rubbish. But it's good that it's back. It because it is. It doesn't like motorsport.
0: Exactly. Well, yeah. I don't. I mean, no. No, I you, uh, no. No. No, that's not what I meant. I meant off
1: this podcast mate. Oh, what are you doing it. Oh, that's song? not You're what in I meant. the wrong
0: place. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I answered the wrong question at the wrong time there. Anyway, um I'm of course rooting for Sam Bird this weekend. My 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 my, my guy Sam Bird came on the podcast. What a legend. I did wear my boss ass top while he was on the podcast, which was a little bit embarrassing on my part. Um I think I think he's got it in the bag. He's got it in the bag, 100%. He's re-signed Jaguar next season. He's going to win.
2: I don't really know who I want to win in Formula E, but I would just like to give a shout out to one of the best races I honestly think I've ever seen, which was the Monaco E-Prix. I thought that race was amazing. I still think about it today, and it was back in May, and I think I'll remember it forever. Did anyone else watch it? Because, oh my God, it was sick.
1: I did. And I think it showed F1 that you actually can have races at Monaco and you can still overtake and it can still be exciting. So maybe, hopefully, next year, new cars, the ground effect, all that good stuff. You might finally get to see a good Monaco Grand Prix. Finally.
2: Exactly. Like You didn't know who the top three were until the the chequered flag because it completely changed by the beginning of the lap. It was just, oh, it was just so good. And I still, I just wanted to give it a quick shout out because I'm still hyped from that race.
1: I think that's the thing with Formula E is that if you actually watch the Formula E race, I don't know how many people actually do, but it's actually pretty exciting. Mm. Eight times out of 10, you're going to see a a battle for the lead that goes for the majority of the race. It won't be like an F1 sometimes when like Hamilton or Verstappen pole and you never see them for 80 laps. It can be exciting. I think the issue is, is that sometimes it can feel a bit farcical it can feel a bit gimmicky like that whole fan boost thing is a bit dodgy the attack mode i know everyone's got drs and it's kind of similar but it can feel a bit gimmicky but it's actually really cool and i'd really encourage people who are listening to this watch the finale cuz i'm sure it'll be worth your wait worth your time as well
0: but one thing i will say about formula e that i feel lets it down is the tv coverage so every session's on a different channel or a different website and it's just impossible to follow
1: at least it's free though that's one thing that i do like it's actually free yeah, and that's true i'd love to see more F one, maybe maybe free or at least a bit cheaper because Sky Sports F one is pretty expensive for people who obviously watching in the UK. Yeah, I know they've got F one TV in most other countries, which is a lot cheaper than Sky Sports's, and hopefully, yeah, it's more 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 accessible because that's what you want. You want young children to be inspired and happy and want to aim to be F one drivers or work within Formula One. We don't want a pay barrier to restrict that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Right, let's very quickly look back at the predictions that we made for the Hungarian Grand Prix, which feels like about five months ago now. Oh. But you were here last week, so we couldn't do them.
2: Do we have um, to?
0: Yes, we do. <laughs>
2: okay, we do. let's go, let's go.
0: All right, I'll go first and embarrass myself. I said Bottas will get polled, but then he'll lose the race.
2: Oh, really? And
0: I just don't <laughs> want to talk about that.
2: Oh, really?
1: In, he, he really did lose the race. He really did lose the race. I oh, yeah, think that's half a point. No, no, you can't clutch that. Well, you. no,
0: because
1: <laughs> no. I know you definitely. I know you definitely meant he'll come on pole, and then Mercedes was swapping around. You did not mean Podestas would annihilate half of the field at <laughs> one.
2: and make sure no one else will win. You know, like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: it didn't. Go, it didn't go to plan. It didn't go to plan. Charlotte, what did you say?
2: <laughs> so mine was Lando Norris to have an easy and solid P4 finish. So, um, it was looking to be P3 from the opening lap, but um, what happened, Dan?
0: Can't remember. Jay, what was your prediction? Wait, hang
1: for- <laughs> on. I, I reckon Dan called Bottas on Saturday yeah. night and said, look, look, you see Lando, if he gets in front of you, you're going into mm-hmm. turn one, you just need to hit him off because I exactly. can't lose to Charlotte <laughs> yes. and the predictions. Yep, yep, Well, that's it. That's the conspiracy. Busted. Busted. So basically- the rage
2: I had was undeniable.
1: Basically, everything that happened coaching. that day is all Dan's fault. So, Verstappen's crashing and lives Northern points to Lewis. It all stems down to Dan calling Bottas the night before.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Jay, what was yours? Uh,
1: mine was that Ferrari would be on the front row, which was too fair. A pretty poor prediction. I think I just got a bit too overzealous. I saw what happened in Monaco. I saw what happened in Baku. I thought Charlotte Leclerc could be the guy. Stick it on the front row. But he was, what, seventh, I think? And then Carlos, signed in help. He crashed in Q2 smashed it into the barrier, but he did get on the podium. So that's pretty close to the front row. So I, I think mean, I deserve some kind of acknowledgement for that.
2: You get an acknowledgement, but no points. But I will say we, that they were looking good in practice. So like there were. was a good chance of them doing really well in qualifying, but then Carlos crashed and Charles couldn't do anything, it seems. And then we all know how it went. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, we did not have a good week at all when it comes to predictions but there is no race this week which means we will be predicting a bit of news that we think is going to break in the next week and i've prepared mine this week i don't have to spend ages thinking about it i'm going to say that at least one of the hash drivers will have their future confirmed that's mine
1: okay uh, any inkling to which one no okay Fair enough. probably
0: mick but no jay what piece of news do you think is going to break in the next week
1: I'm going to go bold here. I'm going to say George Russell is joining Mercedes. Bottas is going to be showing the door and Russell will be passing Lewis Hamilton at Merck next season.
2: Ooh. I
0: never wanted you to get a point less than with that prediction.
1: I've never wanted me to get a point more, but here we so
2: go. So wait, when do we think this is going to be announced? Is in in the next week or before we head to Spa? Uh,
1: it has to be in the next week. In the next it has week, to, next to be week. in the next week. It will be It will be before the 21st of August.
2: Okay. Because I feel like that could be announced, but maybe, would it be next week? I don't know. Would it be the following week? I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yes. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows?
0: <laughs> Charlotte, what's your prediction for the next week?
2: It's a very good question, Dan. I'm currently trying to think of it. Um... <laughs> Okay, okay, I've got it, I've got it. Okay, so my bold prediction is that I think Kimi Räikkönen's, I guess, future will be announced, which I believe will be a retirement, and we could see Callum Eyelott in that seat.
1: Big, big,
0: big. That could happen. Don't think it'll be in the next week, but that could happen.
2: Well, you know, fair. you asked for a prediction. Yes. It's a little bit I don't think any of these, these will
0: be in the next... Week. It's a hard prediction to make. It might be in months'
2: time, but like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a very <laughs> hard prediction to make. I don't think one of us will ever get one of these right. But we're going to make them anyway, because why okay,
2: not? Okay, I have another. Kota, let's say, it's going to be um, a double double weekender. Oh, no, uh, please,
1: no, please. I hope that doesn't come true. I, mean, I know. You can check out my, my on I was just
2: about to say, and Jay has done a Shameless feature Shameless plug.
1: <laughs> shameless plug mate if, if you're going to america i want to put two races there put one at indianapolis that's what
0: i'm gonna say we're, we're not gonna start this discussion again listen back. <laughs> not, to, not, listen listen back to one of the last five podcasts if you <laughs> like, want to, to talk about
1: move it on to the next segment, race the segment but before i get really angry
0: right we are going to talk about city season it is well and truly upon us driver lineups are being decided Chats are going on between the teams. Drivers are speaking to the managements who are speaking to teams. It's all going on. So, we are very quickly going to go through each team and have a little chat about who we think will provide the driver lineup in 2022. And of course, we're going to start right at the top with Mercedes AMG Petronas Formula One team. Don't know why I said the whole name. Charlotte, who do you think will make up the Mercedes driver lineup in 2022?
2: So, I think it'll be Lewis Hamilton. I think that's fair to say.
0: That's a shock. Well, that's, that's 100%. <laughs> that's, that's done and dusted. So it's definitely Lewis.
2: So then, here's the debate. Is it going to be George Russell? Will it be Valtteri Bottas? Or will it be a completely newcomer? Will it be someone, you know, someone else? Could it be like Nick I, De Vrij? Could be Nick De Vries? Could it be Esteban Ockhorn for the bands? Could Stoffel it be... Van Dorn? Exactly. There's endless opportunities. But... I'm I'm going to go with George Russell. All
1: right. That's my
2: hope, more than anything.
1: No, I agree with Charlotte. I, I can't see it not being George Russell. I think that Hungary might have been Valtteri's... What's the word? That might have been the straw that broke the camel's f-
0: back. The fine, yeah. yeah. You see, I believe Toto, when he says uh, Hungary won't have an effect on it, because it was his first mistake pretty much all season. And yes, it turned out quite badly but it was quite a small mistake I really don't know I really don't want to believe that Russell's going to get that seat I really really don't so I'm going to say Bottas of course I am because positive mindset here
1: I mean I feel like if if Toto said to said to you go <laughs> uh, like cross the road with, with a blindfold on you'd do it to keep Bottas Sam, at Mercedes. <laughs>
0: Depends how busy the road is.
1: Well, I mean, the M25, let's say that.
0: Yeah, no, no, he can go to Williams. Um, (laughs) Red Bull Racing. Max Verstappen is obviously going to be there next season.
1: Who do you think will be the other driver?
2: Sergio Perez.
1: I, I think Perez. He hasn't done a brilliant job, but he hasn't done a terrible job. He hasn't been as bad as... Uh, Pierre Gasly was and Alex Alvin was. Ouch. So, I don't think he has been. I mean, you no, it's true. Three?
2: But you know, yeah. you're just saying Albon like, and Gasly weren't great.
1: <laughs> yeah, is, they weren't. I mean, they weren't great. They weren't. Uh, no. And, and like, he's still very close to Bottas. Which I, I mean, that might say more about Bottas than it says about Perez. But he's keeping them in the mix for the for the, for the constructors. I know that Red Bull car is a lot better than what it was with uh, Gasly and with Albon at the wheel, but. I think he's done enough to justify Sterling next season. And he's very happy to play the team game we've seen this year. So it suits suits Perez and it suits Red Bull. And it yeah.
0: suits Max. I agree. I agree. We all agree on that one. I think Checo will stay only for one more year, though. But I do think he'll just stay for next year.
2: Yeah. He's the perfect right-hand man for Max. Like He's completely helping him in any way possible. And obviously, you know, it's taken him in the first few races some time to get used to the car. But... When they had that domination period, especially in Baku, like, you know, Perez made sure that he kept that lead. He still got the win and helped Red Bull further their lead in the constructors. So go on, Perez, let's go.
1: But then I want to say as well, who do you put in? Because you're going to say Perez is going to do maybe two years at Red Bull after next year. Who, who do they go for? Because, I mean, I look at the Red Bull Junior programme you see Gasly, that bridge is probably burnt. I see... Yuki Tsunoda, is is he quite good enough? I don't know. I mean, he is really, really talented, but he's struggling to adapt to F1. Yeah. Alex Albon, Uh, unless they pull in a driver from elsewhere, maybe a Lando, maybe a George, you know what I mean? Then it's going to be tough.
2: Nah, Lando, I reckon
0: that, yeah, I reckon they'll. um try and find another young driver and ruin his career maybe
1: Liam Lawson maybe Liam Lawson (laughs) could be Lawson or Yuri
0: Vitz or Dennis Hauger in F3 who is currently storming that championship he's a Red Bull junior and he's doing flipping amazing in F3 so I wouldn't count him out either because you know they pushed Max Verstappen through and look where he is now so
1: I'll tell you who it won't be it won't be Dan Tictum
0: (laughs) it won't be Dan Tictum he got kicked out of Red Bull years ago, and listen to last week's podcast to hear us chat about him being kicked out of Williams as well. McLaren have got their driver lineup for next year. That's Lando and Daniel contracts signed, signed, sealed, delivered. Lovely stuff.
1: Let's go. That's a nice one, Stevie Wonder. That's on.
0: Alpine, their driver lineup is pretty much confirmed. Ocon signed a contract. Alonso, almost definitely.
1: You that you would think? Uh, yeah, I think Alonso's pretty much guaranteed. I'm pretty sure his contract, when he returned from his hiatus, was one year of an option to extend. And he's been really good this year. He pretty much won the Hungarian Grand Prix for the Ocon, so he's shown he still got it. And I can't see why he wouldn't stick around. Yeah, agreed. Aston Martin, I
0: think that's going to stay exactly how it is as well. Lance Stroll's not going anywhere with Lawrence in charge and I believe Seb's on a multi-year contract and he's doing pretty well as well this season. He should have had two podiums apart from the last one was taken off him and good old American Matt cried his little eyes out.
1: Well, make sure you have enough fuel in the car. Simple
0: equation. (laughs) That is very true. It's a very good point. Very well made. Alpha Tauri. I think that's staying how it is as well.
2: Well, that is the thing, is Yuki, I think, will stay. But for Pierre Gasly, he obviously has mentioned rumours that he's had offers from other teams. And, you know, it depends on what uh, Mark- Helmut Marco wants and what Red Bull wants. And obviously, he's been rumoured to go to Alpine. I don't know what other teams he could go to, but, like, higher-up teams, like, they're kind of, like, not an option. Like McLaren, for instance, they're not an option. So I think Alpha AlphaTauri is... Good for Gasly, especially just for the next year. You know, like we say, if Bottas does get the seat, um, at least uh, Gasly knows the car. He's very experienced and, you know, he's won how many? Three podiums and a win for AlphaTauri now, slash Tor Russo. so, you know, I think it'll be good.
0: I'll tell you what I'm wondering. I'm wondering why Williams hasn't been mentioned at all in the Gasly chat. Because he might want to escape the Red Bull program and see Williams as a bright prospect come the new regulations. I'm not sure how that hasn't been mentioned. I wouldn't count that out. I know it's really unlikely, but
1: uh, I ha- I have seen some small rumors linking Gasly to to Williams, but nothing too major. I think the main one is to Alpine. But I, I think Pierre knows that if he's going to advance his career, he needs to get out of that Red Bull setup because he's not going to go back into the main team. And Alpha Tauri will never be able to provide him a car capable of of getting consistent podiums and consistently higher up in the points. So I think he knows he needs to leave, but there's just no availability elsewhere. And he's kind of just stuck between a rock and a hard place. So I can see him sticking around for another year. He's happy there. The team love him. He loves them. So it makes sense to just stick around for another season.
0: I forgot to mention Ferrari as we were further up the grid. Um, Ferrari currently have Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz. Surely that's not changing.
1: Uh, like Tupac said, I can't see no changes. Um, so yeah, I think it's sticking around. Carlos doing a great job, and Charles is the golden boy. It makes it makes no sense to change it. Also, Matthias Bado did say earlier this week that he thinks that is the best driver pairing on the grid. And to be fair, I'm struggling to disagree with him.
2: It's true. Other I, than Mercedes, I, think so. I
1: agree. Other than Mercedes, nah, nah, calm down, mate.
2: Yeah, let's just you know yeah, they're you, both you performing can't... really well. Like they're both yeah. doing really well, and at the moment, Carlos is actually ahead of Charles, as we've mentioned earlier. So they're just being really consistent, really. And, I,
1: yeah. and they have the same name. Just ones in Spanish and ones in French. How cool is that? Yeah,
2: so, all right. Is
0: cool. <laughs> That's cool, isn't it? Fair point. Fair point. That always helps, doesn't it? It's makes communic- cool. yeah, makes I emails mean, easier. Copy paste. Like,
1: send. If actually if, if buttons helped the. The uh, the Finnish name or the Finnish version of Lewis, I don't really know many Finnish names. But then I've actually really rated it really highly. But until that happens, it's, it's definitely just
0: can't well, so. Out. So it's his name that means you don't <laughs> rate him very highly.
1: Well, no, I mean it's also the fact that he tried to actually don't 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 answer, don't answer
0: that don't <laughs> answer that don't answer <laughs> that. Next up we have Alpha Romeo, Kimi Räikkönen, and Antonio Giovanetti. This could change completely. It I think could. Gio will stay. I think Kimi will go.
2: Uh, no offense to Kimmy, I love Kimmy, I really do, but I want him to go. Just because like he's he's done a lot of mistakes so far already this season, and there's like he's just taken up a seat personally. I think we should just bring someone new in, get the young talent in, like Canamailot, or you know, anyone else. Um and yeah, and we've jovened out, I've said it before, I just find him a little bit forgettable, you know? And I don't see him getting the Ferrari seat. Obviously, it was going to be tipped for Mick Schumacher. So, yeah, like, I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> I don't know. I'm being savage, Val for Romeo. Taking oh. up a
1: seat. That is brutal, you... isn't it?
2: Oh, come on. That is
1: brutal. Um, you know, I'll give two answers. I'll say what I want to see and what I think I'll see. So what I want to see is Callum Mylot Nico Hülkenberg. I think that's beautiful. You know, exciting young talent and a, a guy who's proven he's consistent. I mean, I know he has been around for a couple of years now, but he's obviously a very talented gentleman. What I think will happen is it'll be Arlot and Giovinazzi.
0: I'd like to see that line up. That'd be pretty good, to be fair.
1: I do, Also, I do like Giovinazzi as well. He's a wicked star, but he's probably... I don't know. I don't know if he's the kind of guy to move them up the grid, to drag them forward like Holcomb probably could. Williams
0: Racing. Now, I think this team have the least certain lineup when it comes to 2022. I think it will be George Russell and Nicholas Latifi or Bottas and Nicholas Latifi. But I don't know what you guys think.
1: Well, I mean, me and Charlotte did say Russell at Mercedes, so <laughs> we are going to disagree on that point,
0: aren't we? It's just true and it's true.
1: I think Latifi stays because Latifi and Safina and all that beautiful money he brings in. But then it's who do you replace him with? Because I think I mean Williams have said now they don't need any pay drivers. They've got the finance. They've got the resource to employ who they who they choose. But will they want to put another young driver with Latifi? I mean I know Russell is a young driver still, but I think he's just a a very rare talent. Also, you know who I'd love to see in that seat. I'd love to see Mister Nick Devery in that seat. oh really would you yeah i know you. who the fuck you 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 kept that really quiet
2: i had no idea
1: well now you do so i'd love to see nick de in the seat who do i think it'll be i think it'll be bottas bottas and latifi
0: yeah i think if bottas gets kicked out of mercedes i i'm almost certain that he'd end up at williams as long as he wants to go to williams
2: yeah that's what i was gonna say
0: first choice because that's the
2: thing like even if he doesn't get the Mercedes seat, they go, right, you can go back to Williams. Like, do you think he'll go, sure thing, I'll go to Williams or go to somewhere else where he could have more success? Because obviously, you know, regulation changes. Everything could change next year. You know, Williams could be the front runners. We don't know. But if you're going from, you know, the last few years, they're they're not. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Or if they don't pick Bottas, then... Like you say, there could be Nick Defrize. Could they have someone else? I know, for instance, Daniel Kafiat's, you know, kicking to come back. So could he, he be an to? option? I mean That's a name
1: I haven't heard in a while.
2: Well, he's the isn't he the reserve Alpine driver? Indeed. And I've seen him go like seen on the news him saying he wants to come back, but I'm thinking like, is like it, where?
0: Is he younger <laughs> than Giovinazzi? Is he? I'm pretty sure he's younger than Giovannetti or at least the same age as him. Yeah, he's ah. a lot younger than
1: people think. So on his day, Danny cuvier was a dynamite racing driver.
2: Torpedo, just, torpedo.
1: Isn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I meant I meant dynamite as a compliment, not as a not as a as an insult. <laughs> like 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 you came like a you torpedo. I mean, he he's he. That was his reputation, wasn't it? I think on his day he was really good, but his day didn't come often enough. I wouldn't mind seeing him back, but I don't think I'd be too indifferent if he didn't come back.
0: I've just got Get this brilliant re-in. image in my head now of Bottas going to Williams and then winning the World Championship and Russell's at the back of the field with Mercedes and Bottas is just on the podium every race cheering. And do, you,
1: do, do you want any more sorting them chips?
0: Showing off to Toto <laughs> Wolff and Bottas 22 World Champion. You heard it here well, first.
1: Look, all I say is that you know Bottas better than me and Charlotte do. Do you think he will stick around in Formula 1 if he's offered the Williams seat? Yes. I think he okay. will.
0: <laughs> yeah. there you go. I think he wants to stay in F1 And I think he will believe in the project That Williams are going to have In 2022 And I, I think that he will go Williams I don't think he'll accept an Alfa Romeo seat But I think he will accept a Williams seat
2: Well still it's still linked well.
1: He's been there, done that
2: mm, yeah. True But it's still linked to Mercedes So I don't know, maybe he thinks Ah, oh, maybe I could get back in the seat Ah, oh, that could be an option
1: an Say an option, for instance but-
2: yeah, like Russell goes and then Lewis goes, you know, in a few years time, VB might be like, "Oh, this is my time to go
0: back." I had not thought of that. Yeah, dun, dun, he, dun. he might be a bit
1: a bit old. He'd be like 30, 33, 34 by then.
0: Although, you say that, but what young drivers have Mercedes got? They've got Frederik Vesti. So he's I mean, in F3.
1: Do they have anyone else? I don't either, think they, do? I don't think Mercedes would be as loyal to their young travel program like their Bull tend to be I think it'll be uh, Lando true. or maybe, oh. Max. maybe Max yeah
0: fair point okay? I reckon
1: Oh, I no. mean d- depends on how he matures it's, I think maybe it how
0: McLaren do
1: actually wait how are we saying about future Mercedes drivers we haven't mentioned Nick De Vries he's oh. going to be there Nick De Vries and George Russell <laughs> 2025 calling it now okay anyways should we, should we move on
0: The only team we haven't spoken about is Haas F1 team. I reckon that will stay the same. Mick Schumacher is a very good driver. He has a lot of promise for the future. Nikita Mazepin has a very big bank account. So I think they're staying as they are.
2: Yeah, probably. I just want to say I love Mick Schumacher. I just think he's so sweet. Um, It's us just a bit of a side note there. Um, But yeah, I think no offence to uh, Nikita Mazepin, but Schumacher is completely outperforming him. Um there's been a few unlucky things like Hungary that wasn't his fault so you know Kimmy did that so there you go. Um <laughs> no hate to Kimmy I'm just pointing out facts. But yeah, it doesn't look like it will be changing anytime soon.
1: I this is going to be very controversial. But I don't think Mazepin is having that bad of a season. I know he's been out like, qualified every single Grand Prix by Schumacher, but Schumacher's made a lot of mistakes. He's he's missed two qualifying sessions through crashes. Mazepin, I know he literally crashed like the second corner on the first race and then he crashed, well, actually to be fair, in, um, in Italy in, what was it? In when he's fought. But since then, he's actually been all right. Like, he's been somewhat de- decent. Can you say decent? He's, he's, been, he's been all right.
2: He's been learning, put it that way. He understands the learning. Flags. I, mean,
1: I know sometimes he does... Like he comes like a 90 seconds behind Schumacher and that is just inexcusable. But he hasn't been as bad as I thought he'd be. Let's say that. He,
0: he has his moments. I think if he hadn't have come into F1 with the negative attention surrounding him and how obvious it is that he's a complete pay driver after finishing fifth in F2, I don't think anyone would be talking about him too much. You know, he didn't help himself by crashing out on the second corner of the first race and he still spins a fair bit he has caused less crash damage than Mick Schumacher he is learning he's had good weekends like Monaco he's pretty stupid still on track he did have, he did have a good a weekend brilliant overtake
1: I'm pretty sure you guys saw it, did you that like overtake on Schumacher
0: I did yes that was yeah. a club I wasn't sat at a club I was sat on the straight but yeah I saw a club yeah it was a good move it's the only move that happened there actually it
1: was wasn't it at Stowe no it was a club oh crazy oh yeah there we go what do you know eh Oh, I'll clean it enough because I don't know where that
2: is. <laughs> Um, This is just another little add-on side note. With all this, you know, driver talk, who's going to join which team and, you know, there's so many driver options. I really want more teams in F1 because it's just so unfair that we have, for instance, these rising stars coming through the rankings and then they can't join a team because there's not enough space or then there's people who have lost to see EG Alex Albon and I really want them to come back but it doesn't look like it's Going to be going his way for a while, so I just think you know, let's put two new teams in, get four more drivers in, and yeah, like you know, I think that'd be a good option. What do we think?
1: I like the idea, and obviously, there was that meeting was it an Audi and I can't remember the other team, was it Volkswagen? Porsche? I think, was it Porsche? Yeah, Audi and Porsche, they went to Austria, the Austrian Grand Prix, to talk about becoming like an engine supplier. I mean, when I first started watching Formula One, there was there was what 12 teams, it was 24 cars, and exactly like, my point. Bring really back cool. Manor
0: and HRT.
1: But I think with new teams, is always a paradox because new teams, chances are they may not be as well-funded as some of the established names. So they might lean more towards paid drivers like like Manor used to do, like HRT used to do, used to get some pretty poor drivers okay. getting into Formula 1 back in the day. So that paradox, I mean, maybe new financial rules and uh, F1 to make it more affordable, more sustainable to for be a Formula 1 team it might be cool. But I'm just a bit nervous that that talent that we're hoping to elevate into Formula One doesn't get the chance still with more teams.
0: There's rumours, aren't there? Mr. Not-So-Rich-Energy. Where's he going on the grid? He's coming back on the grid, apparently, next year. What's happening with him? We haven't mentioned that
1: yet on this podcast. I think he's more of an attention see. I can't see Rich-Energy F1 on the grid next year, personally. okay, just... Just saying what he yeah, said. To I, I know you're just throwing it out there, but I'm merely just quoting <laughs> I'm swatting the flyer.
0: <laughs> I've been swatted away. <laughs> that is it for the news roundup show this week. Next week we have the second edition of the Nerds versus Fan quiz. A fan will be coming on, and Jay or Charlotte will be going up against them. The current score they have to beat is three, which should be doable out of fifteen. It was a rough week the first week I'm not gonna lie but we will see we will see if anyone can do that and if you come on and you do beat us and your score is the highest of anyone after the entire season is over you will win a prize and it's a very good prize Ooh.
1: I'm not gonna say what it is
0: but it's a very good prize hopefully some news will come in the next week we had relatively little news but the silly season chat made the podcast worth it if you enjoyed it please give it five stars on iTunes download it on every device in your household it helps us out massively. If you want to see all the news in the week, head to FormulaNerds.com. Me, Jay and Charlotte will all be writing stuff, various articles, bits and bobs, formula nerds Twitter, Formula Nerds Facebook, Formula Nerds Instagram, Formula Nerds TikTok. That that is that. Jay and Charlotte, thanks for coming back. Hopefully you're back next week.
1: I'm here, mate. I'm loud and I'm proud and I'm loving life. I love it. Thanks for everyone.
2: Thanks so much. I had so much fun. Always a pleasure to be doing a podcast with you both. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening.
0: Thank you very much. We'll see everyone next week. Goodbye.